إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد Tonight then, insha'Allah ta'ala, in this short reminder, we'll mention something of importance and something that we all need to remember, something that we all need to benefit from, and it's an act of worship that is often neglected by many. An act of worship that is perhaps forgotten by many and only remembered in certain times, times of difficulty perhaps, times of need. But it's an act of worship that is from the beloved acts of worship to Allah and that is dua. Making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is from the best of the worships. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, لَيْسَ شَيْءٌ أَكْرَمَ عَلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَى مِنَ الدُّعَى There is nothing more with nobility with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than dua. There is nothing more of this nobility and status with Allah than this worship of dua. فَالدُّعَى مِنْ أَفْضَلِ الْعِبَادَاتِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ لِأَنَّ فِيهِ إِظْهَارًا لِلْعَجْزِ وَالِفْتِقَارِ وَالتَّذَلُّلْ وَالْإِنْكِسَارْ وَالْإِعْتِرَافْ بِقُوَّةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَقُدْرَتِهِ وَغِنَاهُ وَإِغْنَائِهِ وَكِبْرِيَائِهِ وَجَبْرْ كَسْرْ خَوَاطِرِ أَعْدَائِهِ فَضْلًا عَنْ فُضَلَاءِ أَحْبَابِهِ وَأَوْلِيَائِهِ When a person makes dua, then it is a recognition of your weakness before your Lord. A recognition of your weakness, of your poverty, of your need before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A recognition of your own insignificance, how small you are in front of your Lord. So making dua to Allah is a sign of your submission to your Lord, a sign of your submissiveness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the one who makes dua asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his needs asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding his affairs, 
then that dua that you make, it is a key to opening up the doors to goodness for you. The dua that you make, it is a key to opening up the doors of goodness for you. وَلَهُ أَثَرٌ عَظِيمٌ فِي فَتْحِ أَبْوَابِ الْخَيْرِ كَمَا قَالَ شَيْخُ الْإِسْلَامِ فِي وَصِيَّتِهِ لِأَبِي الْقَاسِمِ الْمَغْرَبِي الدُّعَاءِ مِفْتَاحُ كُلِّ خَيْرِ Just as Shaykh al-Islam, he mentioned dua is the key to all goodness. Dua is the key to all goodness. فَكُلُّ خَيْرٍ تَرْجُوهُ لِنَفْسِكَ وَتُرِيدُهُ مِنْ خَيْرَاتِ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ فَاطْلُبْهُ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَالْجَأْ إِلَيْهِ فِي نَيْلِهِ وَتَحْصِيلِهِ So every type of goodness that you want for yourself, and every type of goodness you want in this world and in the hereafter, then seek that from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and seek your return and your refuge, seek that your shelter in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in gaining and achieving and obtaining that which you desire of the goodness of this world and of the hereafter. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised to answer the dua of the one who seeks refuge in him, seeks their return in their Lord. And Allah says, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمُ دُعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ And your Lord says, Call upon me, and I will answer you. Call upon me, and I will answer you. Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiyallahu anhu di khalifa, the second khalifa, Umar ibn al-Khattab, Amir al-Mu'mineen, radiyallahu anhu said, إِنِّي لَا أَحْمِلُ هَمَّ الْإِجَابَةِ وَلَكِنْ هَمَّ الدُّعَاءِ فَإِذَا أُلْهِمْتُ الدُّعَاءِ فَإِنَّ الْإِجَابَةَ مَعَهُ Umar ibn al-Khattab رضي الله عنه said I'm not worried about the dua being answered that isn't what worries me. What worries me is the actual making of the dua. Meaning so many people they forget and they are negligent of it. So many people give such little importance to making dua, to returning back their affairs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he said, I'm not worried about the answer, the dua being answered. What worries me is the making of the dua. If I am inspired to make the dua, Allah opens up 
for me and I make dua, then the answering of the dua from Allah will come with that. Allah answering the dua isn't my worry. The worry is, will I get round to making dua in the first place? And that you might think is strange, but it is reality. How many people they speak about the difficulties in their lives? How many people they mention, but this has happened and that has happened. And such and such, my family have done this to me and that to me. And this is happening in my marriage and that is happening. And my children are becoming misguided and this and that. All of these difficulties and worries of life, then perhaps the simplest of the affairs, the simplest of steps they have not taken, the simplest of the steps in returning back to Allah with sincerity, submission, humbleness, lowering yourself before your Lord, submitting to Him and making dua. Asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you ease from that difficulty you may be experiencing. وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا Whomsoever fears Allah, Allah will make a way out for him. And إِنَّمَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرًا Indeed with difficulty comes ease. So a person who is upon taqwa, upon fearing their Lord, fulfilling the obligations, staying away from the prohibitions, returns back to Allah in submissiveness, lowers himself before his Lord, recognizes his own poverty and need that he has to his Creator, and raises his hands in dua, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers the dua of the one who makes the dua with that sincerity. وَعَنْ مُطَرِّفْ إِبْنِ شِخِّيرْ قَالْ تَذَكَّرْتُ مَا جِمَاعُ الْخَيْرِ He said, I was thinking, I remembered what is Something that encompasses all of the goodness within it. فَإِذَا الْخَيْرُ كَثِيرٌ He said, and I remembered, I thought that there are many different answers to that. Where the goodness lies. Where does the goodness lie? He said, it occurred to me that the goodness lies in many different things. He says, As-Sawm was-Salah, in fasting, in prayer, in other acts of worship, the goodness lies within them. فَإِذَا وَإِذَا هُوَ فِي يَدِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَإِذَا أَنْتَ لَا تَقْدِرُ عَلَى مَا فِي يَدِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ إِلَّا أَن تَسْأَلَهُ فَيُعْطِيَكَ فَإِذَا جِمَاعُ الْخَيْرِ الدُّعَاءِ He said, I thought the prayer, the fasting, etc. 
all of these have the goodness that you desire in those acts of worship. But then he said, essentially in the end, that goodness, it comes to you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if that is the case, that goodness in this world, in the hereafter, all of that comes to you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the all-encompassing method of achieving goodness is by making dua. Since that goodness will only come to you from Allah. So you have no other means except to ask Allah for that goodness in your lives in this world and in the hereafter. So he said, it occurred to me that all of the goodness, it is encompassed within dua, within asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to say in his dua, Allahumma aati nafsi taqwaha wa zakkiha. Anta khayru man zakkaha, anta waliyuha wa mawlaha. That, O oh Allah, give my soul its piety. The Prophet ﷺ used to make the dua, O oh Allah, give my soul its piety, the righteousness, wa zakkiha, and purify it. Purify my soul, cleanse my soul. Anta khayru man zakkaha. You are the best. You are the one who will purify it. Nobody else can purify you. Allah is the one who will purify you. So give me that purity and increase in iman, in taqwa. Indeed, you are the protector of me. The Prophet ﷺ used to make this dua. Similarly, the Prophet ﷺ used to make dua regularly, asking Allah to keep him firm upon the religion. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala dinik. O oh Allah, the one who changes the hearts of the people, keep my heart firm upon your religion. And nobody knows, nobody knows what the future holds for them. And nobody should think that they are secure and safe. Nobody should think that they are already in paradise. Rather you constantly make dua asking Allah to keep you firm and established upon the religion. Otherwise the Prophet ﷺ told us, وَإِنَّ الْعَبْدَ لَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمَلِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ حَتَّى مَا يَكُونُ بَيْنَهَا وَبَيْنَهُ إِلَّا ذِرَاعٍ فَيَسْبِقُ عَلَيْهِ الْكِتَابِ فَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمَلِ أَهْلِ النَّارِ فَيَدْخُلُهَا That may be a person he does the good deeds of the people of paradise, meaning the deeds that would enter you into paradise. A person does those good and righteous deeds all of his life. 
upon the righteousness, upon the goodness, upon the deeds that would enter you into paradise by the mercy of Allah. But then at the end of his lifetime, the decree is such that he ends up doing something from the actions of the people of the hellfire, meaning he falls into some shirk, and as a consequence ends up in the hellfire. Even though all of his life may have been, may have been upon righteousness, at the end of his life, he falls into some evil and ends up in the hellfire. And that is why you always ask Allah to keep you firm, keep you established upon the religion. إِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Constantly asking Allah in every prayer, in every rak'ah, to guide you to that straight path, the path of those whom Allah blessed. Constantly asking Allah to keep you firm upon His religion. يَا مُقَلِّبَ الْقُلُوبِ ثَبِّتْ قَلْبِي عَلَى O oh Allah, the one who changes the hearts of the people, keep my heart firm upon your religion. Consider the example of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Ibrahim alayhi salam built the Kaaba with his son as you heard tonight in the ayat. Ibrahim alayhi salam, Khalilullah, the most beloved. To Allah, the second highest messenger of all of them after Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he makes dua to Allah. The dua, which dua? Junubni wa baniya, an al asnaf. When he asks Allah, protect me and my offspring from ever worshipping the idols. Ibrahim alayhi salam, Khalilullah, Messenger of Allah, asking Allah, keep me safe and protected from ever falling into the worship of the idols. The Salaf they used to say, if the likes of Ibrahim alayhi salam, are asking Allah to keep them firm upon the religion and not fall into anything that opposes it. If the likes of Ibrahim alayhi salam are making that dua, then who are the likes of us? Who are we compared to Ibrahim alayhi salam? Who are we compared to Muhammad sallallahu making the dua? Ya muqallib al-qulubi habbit qalbi ala deenik. We are in a tremendous need to ask Allah to keep us firm upon this religion. We are upon a tremendous need to ask Allah to keep us upon that straight path until we die. For indeed on the day of judgment that will be the criteria that will distinguish the party of hellfire from the party of paradise the people of Tawheed and the people of Shirk. So it is upon us all to recognize what a tremendous act of worship dua is. 
to constantly make dua to Allah, to recognize our smallness before our Lord, to submit ourselves to our Creator, and to ask for our needs. Indeed, Allah loves that you return to Him, and that you ask for your affairs, and that you ask Him for your needs. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those righteous servants who are constantly upon the remembrance and the dua of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And particularly now in the month of Ramadan, you have an opportunity to increase in that even more. Increase in your dua and your remembrance and your Quran and your prayer. An opportunity to increase in all of these acts of worship and to... Uh, establish those in your practice so that even after Ramadan you remain upon that obedience more than you used to be before. So we'll conclude upon that for tonight then.